guys welcome to IVG podcast number 65 i'm nash i'm gagan and i'm sam and today is our last podcast of the year our final podcast dude 2020 is finally fucking over man about <laughs> time the crazy fucking year dude yeah seriously i mean the pandemic and the shit that fell off uh, the grid because of it like the the kind of movies that launched the kind of games we got the whole cyberpunk debacle i mean like everything just pans out to be the, to the pandemic man But I think on the whole, gaming as an industry did well. I mean, it 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 kind of very well. Like compared very to well. other industries that that fell flat, gaming actually did better. So yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, more power to gaming, man. It is it is yeah. shocking though that how much uh, software they actually managed to come up with during this pandemic year. You know, considering pandemic pandemics <laughs> of the past, like you know, like how the world would completely shut down, nothing would happen. It would be like a wartime situation. Uh, I think the world was quite functional, man. Thanks to the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah, dude. In fact, I'm very impressed with stuff like COD because I don't know if you guys seen it, but there was a documentary about how Treyarch actually made Black Ops most of Black Ops from home with Raven and all, and it was super interesting to see because it showed these guys now actually voice artists were recording their VOs from their houses and sending yeah. it. Yeah, I think that I think that's happened stuff. with most games. That's happened. With most right, games. right. And I think that's and I think this whole working from home and all now. probably is going to stick around for a long time because a lot of people are seeing the value in it yeah i think somebody had said uh, in the middle of uh, this year of uh, this year because we are still in 2020 at this point <laughs> that uh, the biggest thing that's going to get impacted is uh, our voice artists and motion capture artists because those things you cannot do from home but i guess voice has found its way around i wonder what they're going to do with motion capture mocap also so what these guys did is they actually sent them so they couldn't do full mocap but they could do face face mocap okay. so they sent them those kids uh, those kits and all then they had like a diy on how to kind of work it and you know have them work it from their houses it's very interesting how they did it like full props to them holy shit man i mean like that's some really like tech technology comes to the rescue really really otherwise the game wouldn't have been finished um and also there was obviously the one thing i think that's got hit the worst is the fact that there's been a constant shortage of hardware across the fucking board right from oh, consoles man. to graphic cards to monitors to like laptops to anything dude i'm still struggling <laughs> like i've been i've been waiting for an xbox since launch date i was ready with the money to put the cash down and pick up my console on launch after reliance cancelled my order and now i don't know man i mean now it looks like the next stock that i might that might be coming to india that would go on sale would be end of jan so well i'm just waiting again okay okay so but with that in mind um I think the whole point of this time's episode was for all of us to basically just look back at at you know games that we liked, we didn't like, stuff mm-hmm. that really vibed with us, that didn't vibe with us. Our game of the year, IVG's game of the year, done in podcast format. Right. Absolutely. So I I think the main thing let's let's just jump off the bat like game of the year. If you had to choose one, and then we'll trickle it down. So what was your game of the year, guys? So my game of the year I think uh, I had to choose between a bunch of titles because there were some pretty decent games this year but the one that really really stood out to me as an amazing experience overall was Miles Morales. I think it's the perfect Spider-Man game out there at this point. It's it was way way better than any of the previous Spider-Man games not just in gameplay but also in the way the story was handled, the overall content of the game. the length of the game the kind of side missions it gave you and all that i mean i i for me it was absolute perfection even the costumes and everything that you got well i mean some of the costumes in the original spiderman game that released on the ps4 were quite kickass and they have some great nostalgia value but otherwise the overall look and design of the costumes in this one also was really really fantastic and i don't know there's there's just so little for me to complain about this game and that also after playing it on a current gen platform i played on the ps4 pro not even on the ps5 so and and i like right. and i'm all shocked about how good the game is and how well it performed and all those loading time uh, like the the low loading times that they were talking about on the ps5 from indoors to outdoor transitions and all that that it translated well out here as well so yeah man it has to be my nice. nice. yeah, lo- yeah, lot of lot of work like, like i'm not surprised that 
you pick that like people might might point out that oh it's an expansion and this and that but i think yeah it, it does stand on its own and it's it, yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it Absolutely. but for me so my game of the year is, is a little controversial but it's cyberpunk uh, nice. And I haven't finished the game yet. I'm 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 somewhere about fifty six, six fifty seven hours. And uh, I I mean the, there's a there's an options on on the on, on the pause menu. There's an option. There's a thing that tells you how far in the game you are. And I'm still nowhere close to finishing it. So I've just been spending way too much time on side stuff. But yeah, I mean everything. Uh, the more and more I the more I play it, the more I'm enjoying it. And all my all my complaints that I had that I don't feel like it's immersive because it's first person, uh, all of that is just kind of the more I played, it's just kind of kind of melted away because it's I've just been drawn so much into it, and uh, yeah, and this is just one playthrough, uh, and there's three life parts, so I will play those eventually as well. So yeah, I think even even though I haven't finished the game and I've heard the ending, right. endings are quite good. Oh, this still kind of stands as the best game I played this year. So that that's very interesting that you said that you're going at it at 57 hours and you're still nowhere close to the end because that's one thing people were complaining about a lot that the the game is not long enough for an RPG. It just is just too short or something, or that it's aimed for multiple playthroughs and also this is a very interesting. I think it uh, is approach. short if you if if the main quest is all you're going to go after. But the thing is, I have like open world OCD where if I see <laughs> if I see a marker on the mini map, I have to go. Yeah. And also the thing is, like I play I play games on easy, right? So like like especially I play RPGs on easy because I just want it for the story. But even hmm. then, there are there are some side missions that are marked as very very high level because. Uh, like brawl, like, like you know, brawling side missions and stuff like that, because you have to level up those those attributes to to be able to do them. So, I do invest a lot of time, you know, getting you know, earning the XP to invest in those attributes so I can do those side missions. So I end up doing a lot of stuff that takes me away from the story. But just to add to that, I think uh, for what Gagan was saying, I think context is important here because this game is definitely smaller than RPGs like Skyrim and Witcher. Oh, yeah. But on its own, it's easily like a hundred-hour game if you actually sit and explore. Yeah, it is smaller. Is... It is smaller in every way. It's the game world is smaller. Uh, the story, the main story, the main quests are smaller. But the thing is, unlike. Uh, like I wouldn't know about Skyrim, but in Witcher, uh, so a lot of the side side quests, while they were very good, they like they they felt like side quests. Here, hmm. very often the side the side quests feel like some like some of them are better than the main the mainline quests. Like so much work has gone into a quest that some that so many players may not even ever encounter or even bother trying out. So that's what really baffles me that the kind of effort they've put into stuff that so many players might miss out on. Uh, that's what kind of because <laughs> that's, that's like that's what, what Rockstar does. Yeah, and that's what made me want to do more side missions because I'm like, you know, I I don't want to miss something really cool because it's not a main quest. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's I, I think, and and also the music. The the more and more I play it, uh, like usually when I when I start driving in a game, I like to put the music off and just like I like the, uh, the engine sound to be there. But in this game, uh, like the the music is fantastic. So. Uh, and also, like, the, the, like which car you take, the, the the default radio station is different. So, if you steal yeah. like a like a street gangster's car, it'll be some Mexican music, for example. Uh, so then you might then you just kind of get into that. So there's different kinds of music. There's so much music that doesn't repeat either so much. So. Yeah, really enjoying it, definitely. Dude, I gotta say, it. if I heard this two weeks ago, I, I would have been like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I gotta say, dude, I've really come around with Cyberpunk. Like, I got back into it after it got, like, multiple patches. Yeah. Performance is great now, and I'm actually enjoying this game a lot. Like, I put in, like, seven hours in one single day, because I was, and, and that was, like, me mostly playing through the first act itself. Right. And um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Dread. Uh, you know, the Judge Dread reboot, yeah. but it yeah. gives me mad Dread vibes everywhere I go. So I'm really digging that. And uh, weirdly, one of the things is that in this game, I'm not playing very aggro. I actually like the dialogues in this game. So I'm trying to see if I can get by by talking smoothly or intimidating mm. before I let loose with guns. Yeah. Also, like also what I like is that there's no like... It's not marked that this is the this is the like, this is the more aggro way. This is the more passivist way. Like there are sometimes they just throw those icons at you to tell you that. Yeah, yeah, it does. That, but uh, sometimes the differences are quite subtle. Right. 
So that, that's actually very interesting uh, way to look at cyberpunk and all, especially since it's been in the news of late about that whole uh, class action lawsuit that's going to happen on uh, CD Projekt Red. So yeah, I mean, that that's putting a lot of negative light on the game. And honestly, even I've had the game since pretty much close to launch, but it's an Xbox uh, code that I have, that which I've uh, got. So now I definitely don't want to play it on my Xbox One. So I'm waiting for the Xbox Series X to maybe. I think you'll be. In, I think you'll get a much better experience because I just waited for like what, a week or ten days post launch, yeah. and I started playing it. And I think by the time you actually play it on your Series X, dude, it's gonna be like a much better fucking experience. Looking at the better. way Series X is coming to India, I mean, by the time I get to play it on Series X, it might already be an enhanced edition. I mean, that's what you had said in one of the earlier podcasts, right? You don't have no problem waiting. So I I guess you'll be rewarded in this (laughs) Exactly. In fact, dude, like the waiting hours got to me. Sorry, going a little off track here. But like the waiting hours got to me. So for the next gen, I've already kind of like beefed up my library with the certain new releases and all that. I picked up uh, the ultimate edition of Control. I picked up Valhalla and all just all waiting for my Xbox Series X to come someday. So yeah. nice. Dude, but actually nice. the most recent patch that, that is out is 1.06 which came out a while back and I actually played the console version on that patch on the PS4 Pro and I still had terrible crashing issues so I don't know if the Xbox One version is, is faring better in terms of crashes but I don't think 1.06 did much for the console versions. PC version, yeah. I think it did, it did, a, did a lot. Dude, PC uh, version is damn good right now. Yeah, damn yeah, yeah. good. Right now, I'm not even going to play it. Try it on my Xbox One X. There's no chance in hell. I'm definitely yeah. going to wait for the Series X whenever it comes. Dude, I'm just sad you guys didn't get to play Last of Us. Because <laughs> that, I mean, like it's weird because I'm the minority here. But whatever. But dude, that game was my game of the year. It was so fucking good, bro. Like, Sam, I know, dude, and I know we have this conversation every time. Dude, but it, pains the game. It, it pains <laughs> okay. me. It pains <laughs> me to hear that, that is that good because I, I really want to want to get past that. Whatever whatever issue I have with progressing through that game, uh, I really I really do want to one day. I mean, it. you know, there's a lot of said about the game, so there's no point in me repeating why I like the game. But I'm just saying, it, for me, it was more than a game. It was an experience. Because every time I played the game, I was so fucking invested in every single aspect of that game. Be it the characters, be it the combat, be it pooping my pants when I'm like alone with clickers all around me. Like, dude, that fucking game. In fact, dude, for a, a linear horror-ish game is actually fairly long it's around like 25 to 30 hours and i spent mm. i think my first playthrough clocked in like 27 hours and it just flew by and i'm like what that's it the game's over no dlc what and i was waiting for like the the whole multiplayer patch also to drop the way they did later but i guess they're going to be releasing that on the ps5 so hopefully i'll do my second playthrough then but yeah that is without a doubt my game of the year nice i can see why yeah, I mean, yeah, I really wish I could play a game like that. I mean, like, but yeah, I have to damn chicken to even try it out. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's if you're a little skittish, it, it definitely has, I wouldn't say cheap scares, but it's got like a lot of jhatkas and and some parts get really intense. So, you know, that, that sense of like dread is very palpable in the Dude, game. It's not about what happens. It's about what could happen around the next corner. Right. That's what fucking right. gets to me, man. But that's what I'm saying. Dude, that's the whole sense. So, if they kept spamming you with like cheap scares, you'll be numb to it. You'll be like, yeah, yeah. whatever, bitch. There's a clicker here. There's this. Yeah. But then they'll really subvert that because there'll be so many stretches where you think something's going to happen and nothing's going to happen. But then like in a horror movie, you're like, wait, but now it's going to happen. But then also it doesn't happen. <laughs> then you put your guard down and then it's like, what's up, bitch? And you're like, ah! Dude, I tell you, like, I'm the kind of guy who gets terrified in dungeons in Skyrim, dude. So, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, like... Definitely. Yeah, definitely avoid. But, I mean, I don't know how you... But Sam still played half the game, half, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah. Like half the game. I think, dude, you. I mean, you should see it through then, bro. Straight up. No, I think it's a combination of the fact that it that it became too hectic, and also there were other games that I had to that I had to play and get around to. So it was a combination. But yeah, I I do definitely want to finish this. Game. I would so say play it on the PS5, 60 FPS. It'll probably be when you get it, hmm. dude. Re fucking finish off the game then. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Nice. Right. So 
so game of the year okay sam's was a little out there but i mean un, i i didn't think he choose cyberpunk i thought sam would go with miles as well cuz he loved the game you know so yeah i did i did uh, yeah. but yeah so now let's go to the next category which is the most the biggest pleasant surprise for you guys i'm actually having a hard time coming up with one so i'm going to go first because i already have mine ready but for me the biggest surprise of the year was immortals phoenix rising because we were i think we were all on a common stream when that game got announced yeah. and we were all like dude is some childish god of war shit <laughs> and then like some zelda knockoff or dude some assassin's creed knockoff and you know what dude it is all of those games but it just pulls it all together so fucking well and the gameplay is nice the world building is nice i was not a fan of the humor but i can see it appealing to its audience which would have been like you know someone like gagan's daughter or someone older or something like that mm. but I mean it was my surprise I was genuinely surprised at the fact that this game managed to pack in so much content without being boring like there was an actual sense of discovery everywhere you went like hey let me see what's in this dungeon and you could actually find like mythical weapons and you know you'd find like cool shit man like it 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 like I love that it brought that sense of adventure which you don't get nowadays in you know Assassin's Creed games because once you finish like one hour you pretty much know your first one hour is going to be same as your next the like, 100th hour right so that's interesting that's what I like. you guys didn't have any surprises i did i did I do, I do actually i'll i'll, I'll come to it after gagan but i do have one yeah. great so Wait. gagan can go so now. yeah so for me the thing is uh, i think i said this in all the earlier episodes of the podcast that for me the biggest surprise was mafia definitive edition because i never played any game in the franchise before that so what now, I, i never did i mean i never played mafia 2 i never played mafia 3 i like just didn't what? Like, it it for me there was always a gta to be played there was something else to be played and mafia seemed like ha huh, okay cheap knockoff dude okay. so yeah oh, me and sentro Yeah. Dude, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you all, man. Saints Row 2 was cool, but after that I just lost interest. Dude. Bro, Saints Row 3 was really fucking good. Yeah. Saints Row 3, yeah, I mean I played a bit of that, but then my PC kept crashing on that. So yeah, PC gaming is a different topic altogether. But yeah, Mafia Definitive Edition was a major surprise because I was expecting it to be first of all like a PS2 remake. Okay, sure. It's going to have its bit of limitations and all that because you know, how good could a PS2 game be? How good a remaster of that be but oh my god that game was so good the story narration was so refreshingly tight it's something that i had not really witnessed i mean and i was coming fresh of assassin's creed uh, what was the last one or odyssey. odyssey odyssey yeah i was just coming fresh of assassin's creed odyssey which was which is like completely packed with all those extra missions and extra you stuff you mean that filler like fillers. bloat open world bloat yeah it's super bloated it's super super bloated so it was so just so refreshing to come to this right after that where the story is moving forward at such a great pace the the things you're doing every step you're uh, you're taking every decision as scripted as it is is like moving things forward at such a great pace and the story the overall voice acting which was completely redone and the animations all of that was done like really really well and i i was just very happy with the end product it was a good 10 hour game and i i think it was a, an experience that i really think i should have had this year itself because i, I think if i would have played the original game back in the day i would have been disappointed ke ye kya hai i mean gta is so much better and all that you know i mean like that mindset but dude i don't think that's the case though because i know a lot of people i i didn't play the full game but i know a lot of people who played the first game and it was actually a product of its time in a way that like a lot of the mechanics which we are used to today they were not done well so even had you played it back then you would have appreciated the fact that the game retained its character hmm. but it's more accessible to you today you would have still liked it dude it was just a well done fucking probably game. i mean the no sto- the story is something that was really really good it was like a proper gangster movie that i was that i could play through and a good gangster movie not like a shitty one that had just had forced uh, like you know elements into it but i i really was very surprised about how good this game was and yeah i mean like in the future i would love to play mafia 2 as well sometime down the line just but... keep in mind check your expectations because the mafia 2 <laughs> remaster not as good because i actually played that because that came out before the mafia 1 remake 
and it was not as good and even the story wise now that i played it one was a far tighter package yeah you you warned me about this before but it's like yeah. i i like this world now now so i don't mind so it's really nice in fact i i personally feel sorry for going off topic but you should play mafia 3 because lincoln clay is the most badass mother ever dude you, you know i already game. have that on the ps4 i can actually start playing that it's a really nice game as well nice nice What about Sam, you, Sam? what about you? So it's weird, but so and this is a game I'm not a big fan of. But my biggest surprise was uh, Genshin Impact, which which was actually which blew up uh, this year. It was it came out of nowhere. Have you guys played Genshin Impact? Is it a mobile game? No, it's it's. I think it might also be on mobile. But it is. It is also a mobile game. I don't know, but it's on console for sure. I because I played it on PS4, and it's it's a free to play. Action RPG and it's very very so it's it's by a Chinese developer and so it's got that very uh, JRPG type appearance but it's hmm. it's like Final RPG. Fantasy no it's, it's anime it, characters it basically plays more like an open world action game but it is an RPG I mean I'm sure the the more you play and it gets deeper into the RPG elements but I I only played right. about I say I would say five to six hours of it but what surprised mm-hmm. me is that this is a free to play single player if you want to play it that way a single player action rpg and it was really really high quality game and i mean people were spending millions of dollars on, like millions of dollars on this game in in whatever add on content and whatever so and what so, are, what was the add on content like in this it's it's an rpg right so i'm sure there must be things elements that you can buy I'm, and i never got into the game deep enough to find find out or but the thing is you can actually play the game without having to buy any of that okay and uh Like it reminds me a bit of Phoenix, like the visual style. It's a it's a it's a third person uh, right. open world. Does it have co-op or single only? I played it solo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I haven't continued playing it beyond the first five to six hours. But I remember being so surprised by it when it first came out because I kept he- hearing about it because it came out of nowhere and people were really surprised by it. So I, so I thought I'll check it out. It was like a three three and a half GB download on PS4, and it turned out to be a really really high quality game. It It looked good. It played well. Uh, it's not my kind of game, so I didn't continue it. But yeah, it surprised me in a very, very good way. Yeah, interesting. Nice. It's available on Android. It's available on PC. I'm not sure if it's available on iOS and all. But oh yeah, on App Store it's there. So yeah, and it's huh. pretty highly rated. Four point six out of five on Apple's uh, on App Store as well as Google Play. But even the reviews were like glowing. I've heard about the game, but yeah, I never really cared. When did it play. come out, man? It came out like. I think two months ago, two three months ago. The fuck have I not heard of this game? It's actually yeah. been blowing up quite a bit. It came out of nowhere, dude, and it's a Chinese publisher developer that, and oh. and you don't hear of Chinese developers putting out a lot of console games for the Western market, right? So hmm. that was a surprise, and yeah, just like no one, like no one saw it coming. Not even no analyst, no no journalist, no one saw this coming. It was just like, and I don't even know how it became so popular. Like it just, this is a game. It's not not, not a known IP. It's not known developer. But it just picked up somehow, and it, everyone started playing it. Like even on IVG, a bunch of guys are still playing it. Hmm. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's my surprise. So we should flip that now. After we come up with the biggest surprise, we're going to go straight to the biggest disappointment. And I think in that case, Gagan and I share a common <laughs> game, <laughs> and that has got to be Avengers, dude. Yeah, like, dude. what the fuck happened there, bro? Like. Dude, you dude. you at least got a code for it. I had to pay for that damn thing. <laughs> dude, I would have been really upset if I had paid. I mean, honestly, okay, fine. Have you finished the campaign though? Dude, I cannot even get myself to do that. It's just just like. So I, I will tell you this: I played through a lot of the game. Like I played through the campaign. I played yeah. through the end game content, and the campaign's not bad though. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not like three and a half thousand rupee good, but it's not bad. But dude, the post campaign stuff, which is where we would have spent like the bulk of our time. Was completely fuck all, and most frustratingly, do you remember how at launch we couldn't even play with yeah, each other cooperatively? Like that really sucked ass, dude. dude. Like for a co-op game. I'm I mean, telling you, and that's the thing, and that whole trying out multiplayer and all, like, and see how broken it is out there. And then when I started playing the single player mode again, it just kept reminding me of how shitty this whole thing is, and is designed to be a multiplayer experience at the end. And yeah. my. God, man. I mean, like, though, as as much as I like the characters, the universe, and all that, it's just I just could not play through, man. I just and and the loading times, dude. The loading times oh, were like yes. insanely oh, yes. long. I forgot man. how painful they were. 
so yeah i mean i might actually try the game again if i ever ever manage to pick up a ps5 so Dude, i don't even know if they're going to go ahead with the ps5 plan because now the game tanks so hard yeah. square enix is like so bum now i don't even know if they're going to do they they released this dlc for the arrow dude and dudet <laughs> like i don't forgot the names which uh, nobody cares for anyway and no one gave a shit about uh, the spiderman dlc is mia for which a lot of people were pissed about right when they did that shit and there was supposed to have black panther thing but that didn't happen so now people are left grinding the same bases over and over and over again and it's just not fun dude the game was so bad it drove me straight into fortnite <laughs> for for some avengers fix <laughs> but think about it this way dude it's like you bounce out of one bad relationship and found a good love, one dude i know exactly. <laughs> you're like hey <laughs> sam what about you man like were you disappointed by any game this year um i was but but before i get to that like one honorable mention for best surprise was fall guys for me this one oh nice out there yeah Uh, nice, but nice. yeah, the biggest disappointment appointment for me this year was UFC four. Uh, but were you like expecting a lot with that <laughs> game? I was, be dude, dude, because also the the first three UFC like first game was shit, uh, mm-hmm. but but they've actually they actually improved on the second and third game quite a bit. And okay. so I expected UFC four to be to to get to a point where it it, it reached by the THQ. So THQ had the uh, license earlier, and they right. did some crazy good games. Uh, but then, yeah, EA kind of dropped the ball with UFC four, and so I did. I still did play fair a fair amount of it, but uh, yeah, that disappointed me quite a bit because it like it just didn't it doesn't hold it didn't hold my attention for long enough. There wasn't enough meat in the game and. like usually a sports game like this there is a lot to do and you want to do it uh and e- even the core combat the core gameplay didn't feel tight enough they added some very weird mini game type elements for the grappling and submissions which just didn't work for me so just right. so it ended up becoming like you know just punching and kicking there was no element the ground so then it became like fight night dude <laughs> it became like fight night pretty much pretty much then the, 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 there was no incentive or it, no, neither was it fun to get into grappling to get into submission so then that's right. where the, the whole point of an mma game was lost so right. yeah but also yeah so i think it wasn't a bad game but it just disappointed me and I, it like i hope they either stop making ufc games now or they have someone else make them Yeah, I felt the same about the WWE game that had come out this year, man. Oh, Dude, my. that looked like kachra from the yeah, get-go. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. You know, I mean, like, I thought it might be some good, fun arcade thing and all. Yeah, they couldn't deliver that as well. So yeah, but again, I did not have very high expectations, so I'm fine. Was that the one where they all had the midget-like characters? Yes, yes, they had those like. Wait, is is midget like a? insensitive word now it is it is an insensitive <laughs> word <laughs> so like vertically <laughs> challenged characters i don't know what to Not say the, dude so yeah i mean basically they had big headed uh, characters caricature caricature yes yes i remember this game i see but dude even the trailer looks so boring i think yeah dude fuck i couldn't sit through the trailer dude it was like it was like filler because last year's game got panned so badly because it was so buggy and glitchy that they decided to to kind of take an extra year to make the next one and this was their filler so, you know what i want to actually ask gagan this cuz i don't play a lot but i remember in the ps2 days dude like games like smackdown versus raw and the wrestling games were so fucking good right yeah, they so were. did they change developers is that why the so, quality is dropped so hard it's not just that i think they pretty much kept refining that same damn engine dude i mean the what the one they've been using no, since so the basically PS2 The issue is that WWE sells well in India, but they never put much resources behind it. And the same guys, yeah. Yoke, who used to make it on the PS2 days, they are they are now making it along with visual visual concepts. And these are the guys who make NBA 2K. Like they are like the kings of 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 high quality sports games. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the the engine is not working, and they did update the engine, and it still doesn't look like right. like, right. like, like like NBA does. But yeah, and they've just they just keep removing features like they keep. randomly removing features then they add them back the following year it just doesn't seem like they have a plan with the franchise and the last game was buggy as hell man i mean it was so buggy it was it made cyberpunk look polished <laughs> like with the kind of bugs really? it had yeah dude yeah. i mean people kept for like uh, getting stuck in between the ring or something get the like they went through the panels they went through oh, the ropes shit. they were like glitching all over the damn place nothing worked in that game man dude, you know, in like, india in india there's like games like avengers and No matter how bad they are, they'll sell. Like Avengers sold really well in India, and right. and you know, you know, this was so bad that even even in India, it didn't sell. So which is why they had to take a take the decision to not release a game this year, so they can just fix it properly for next gen. I'm guessing. 
So next up, best new IP. So I'll come in. With, I'll come in with the with the hipster entry, which is <laughs> Inertial Drift, which is a game that I didn't know existed until I played it. It was like in a like now we've kind of got used to having bad Need for Speed games. So I wasn't expecting there to be any decent racing games this year. But right. this came out and fuck, dude! Like it's it's one of the <laughs> it's one of the most uh, unique games, racing games in terms of. Uh, controls that I've ever played. It's 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 entirely it's ent- entirely focused around drifting and high speed drifting. Like they don't want you to use the brake at all. It's it's an indie game, but it's it looks really good. It's got that cell shaded, uh, fu- like like retro future sort of style. Uh, all the cars there are like only a handful of cars, but they all like feel really different. And the tracks are designed for like for you to just keep playing the game over and over and over. And so. For sure, that's the new IP, best new IP. I mean, they probably won't make another one. It's not that kind of studio or IP that they can keep making them. Hmm. Yeah, this this came to me as a big surprise and definitely the best new IP I played this year. Dude, all my choices Speaking are so commercial. But, but let me add, I've not played Ghost of Tsushima, so that probably. Is I was gonna come to Ghost of Tsushima, dude. Fucking love don't, that. Don't game. don't 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 get there, man. I mean, like, let before you get into Ghost of Tsushima, let me say this because what I'm going to say otherwise is going to be falling like really short. <laughs> So okay. So yeah, my best new IP was this other indie game called Carrion. I think I spoke about it sometime back as well. But dude, what is, is all these hipster entries, dude? Now I'm gonna go for all commercialized like Ghost of Tsushima, and you guys are like, ooh, dude, look at all, us. All, yeah, all like, these, like, you know, all triple A's are too expensive for me. But how many other new IPs were there this year? Actually, there weren't no a lot. There was Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Avengers, and a whole bunch of indies. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Yeah, I mean, in the triple A escape. Right. Immortals, I would, probably would have picked if I would have played it, but I haven't. Played yeah, it yeah, game. you should, dude. You should play that so, game. Carrion is my uh, option, and in, uh, it's basically another indie game which kind of does get repetitive after a while. But oh my god, every time if you uh, play it in a style which is just pick up and play uh, like for a few minutes, then it's the right game for you, man. You basically play as this little blob monster that goes all around killing all the humans all around, basically who have created you, who have uh, or cultured you in some way and all that. You kill the scientists at the base and absorb nice. them, or absorb their body parts. And kind so of like the bigger. thing. It's something, like kind of something like, like something like that yeah yeah so basically it's done in nice. a really nice way and the art style is like though it's pixel art and i hate pixel art this one i absolutely love because everything you touch every guy you touch just breaks off into just small small chunks of pieces and shit like that and there's such chunda. A, and full exactly chunda. and that audible chunda sound man which is like amazing <laughs> Uh, that's the crunch. I love that. Exactly. Games. And that's that's the thing. So every time I just play it, it's just so, like, you know, it just gets all the weight of the world off, my, off me and everything. It just refreshes me, man. So it's a game I would like to get into constantly every now and then and all. And it's free on Game Pass from day one. So, yeah. It was, that's how I got, managed to try it out. But that was a really great IP for you me. You know, actually, the fact that you guys, both of you haven't played Ghost of Tsushima may actually work in your favor because when you do get a PS5, play it on that. Hmm. Because Sucker Punch have said the game's going to be 4K60 on that game. And dude, I can only imagine how it's going to play on that. And and you will enjoy this game. Like, there's no way you guys cannot enjoy yeah, this game. Yeah, I definitely plan on dude, I've had the game for three months now. It's just sitting there on the shelf. No, wait till uh, the PS4. It. Now you waited so long. Now wait till the fucking PSP comes. That was out. always the plan. That was always right. The, in fact, what I really appreciate is that you know they they came out with the game. The game was great, nice. But then they even came up with some co-op stuff, and they're like, "Here, take some more free content." And that was like, "Dude, that's awesome." The free content is the key, man. Like, Did you guys ever that? play that co-op mode? No, <laughs> I mean obviously you didn't. But did you guys hear about the co-op mode? Yeah, you see yeah, it yeah, even yeah. So it's really cool because I played it with some guys from IVG. I played, I in fact, uh, Snake and I we played a couple of levels together, and it was really fun because it actually worked so well where the two of you could act like ghosts and take on full encampments and kill shit. And when you actually coordinated those attacks and you stealth killed like a bunch of dudes in a row, oh man, so fucking satisfying, dude. dude that that sounds like. Ex- extremely awesome to me man i mean I would, I would love to do something like that and in fact we never did it but um besides the missions they were even going to come out with a raid level of mission so which is like a lot tougher which gives you like much much better swag but we never did that but dude i mean i would in, in fact you know what we should all play in co-op whenever we get our ps5s and do decide to play through the game again is that fucking good dude yeah yeah 
and and just and sorry just another thing like for for the people who haven't played the game especially with people like sam and gagan who have got burnt out with a lot of the open world bloat this game is not that bloated that's so good i think you appreciate man. that like there's a lot of sense of discovery here you'll meet rando characters i mean there are predictable things that will happen and there is repetition for sure like you know when you come to the first fox den like a 50th fox den and and you know so on and so forth but the combat dude so good so <laughs> So yeah, as I was saying, getting to talking about PS Five, Sam, what, what's the update on that man? What's the latest? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ignore you. Ask me about the PS Five because that's fucking annoying, dude. On the forum, we're just, <laughs> we're, just we're just fucking talking about like random tweets are being shared, and uh, this is what Sony Center said, and these guys have no clue, right? This is what Amazon customer support guys saying. Uh, Sony is not saying it. Yeah, okay. none of those guys have a clue, dude. <laughs> the only update is that uh, retailers are being trained on. Uh, so let me ask you this question, bro. Do you think the PS5 will come here in 2021? <laughs> I want to ask you more realistically now, bro, because like I just don't think it's gonna to come to us in the first year itself, bro. I, I, like, just... I have another question. You said retailers are being trained, as in yeah, how? Yeah, what are they trained for? Like, 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 like when a kid drags his parents to the store and the parents ask stupid questions, that's their they're trained to answer. Dude, I want to ah. be a part of these training sessions. I would love to be a part of these fucking training sessions, dude. <laughs> but. Uh, there have been cases I've read on Reddit like kids have been asking their parents for the Xbox Series X to get them an Xbox One and the kid is like what the fuck is this shit dude? and there's some real fucking asshole parents out there who have given their kids an empty PS5 box and oh. that is the worst no, kind no, no, of no. trolling ever dude I, I, I kind of read that story through so he did have the PS5 in the other room he just kept oh the... he did yeah, I was yeah, like bro was that is some kid. ice cold fucking shit dude you do not do that to a kid dude that kid must have like heart must have stopped he must have gone running for a knife and shit dude like that's fucked up that, that, that's like some expensive future therapy session there was still a happy ending to that story dude there have been people selling only the boxes on ebay and and disguising it as so they actually mentioned in the title that it's only a box but people don't read that and they actually buy a box for like 400 dollars 500 dollars oh dude and they get fucked that's happened <laughs> So since we are on the topic of like news and stuff, um, what what kind of news like really like was interesting for you guys? Because, dude, for me, honestly, apart from the Bethesda acquisition, I can't think of anything else that really made me go like, damn, dude. Oh, dude. This like, really happened. My biggest news, uh, the thing that affected me the most personally was Apple being an asshole <laughs> overall. It's like for, With so Fortnite. For, not just Fortnite. So for, Fortnite is one of the things that, yeah, I mean, but I think that in Fortnite, Epic is also to blame a bit. Because they try to kind of uh, bypass the Apple payment system and all to give better prices, which I guess is sure is the people's way and all that stuff. But you you cannot do that. I mean, there are rules to the platform and you agree to the rules. So, but yeah, I mean, I really hope they get that shit sorted. But a bigger one was the xCloud thing. That xCloud thing was completely inexcusable for me because what the hell was this whole thing that it is uh, not, I mean, that it's, they're incapable of actually uh, rating each and every game that's going to be on the platform. You don't do that with the movies on Netflix. You don't do that with anything else. It's just a very cheap way of uh, putting Apple Arcade forward over xCloud. It would have been a perfect thing. Especially, imagine a Mac could game all these uh, new games and everything on it because of xCloud, man. I mean, that would be like the perfect uh, thing to have. But I don't know, man. Apple had to be a dick. Dude, there was no good news this year, man. (laughs) I mean, good news or otherwise, like... It was like so they they revealed the PS5 and whatever Xbox was revealed last last right. anyways, but they revealed the PS5 and we can't get one, we can't get a, a graphics card, we can't get a fucking <laughs> Xbox. The games games got delayed, uh, games that weren't delayed ended up being shit or buggy, and so yeah, I mean, and then and, and then there was like shit like Ubisoft had that uh, sexual harassment case issues where people got laid off. Uh, mm. All the hate that went towards the Prince of Persia remake. Krima. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, that was a surprising amount of news. And, like, the fact that they actually are remaking P.O.P., the fallout from that was kind of unfortunate, though. Yeah. And and what's kind of really bumming me out is how many times they fucked over Sam Fisher this year. 
like <laughs> like at this point just make him a fucking doormat only now dude too much enough i can't handle this anymore dude like like they put him in that mobile game dude and no one gave a shit about that fucking mobile game like do you remember that mobile game i forgot no. its name i actually don't exactly dude, i actually downloaded that game the what's t- the game the, called the trailers made it something squad <laughs> okay <laughs> dude like so it basically it it made it look like a third person action game is actually a side scrolling or a top oh, i forget God. i even forget the perspective it was either a side scrolling thing or it was a top dude. top down isometric turn based like wow. xcom type game oh, elite squad i think it's called elite squad yeah elite squad <laughs> and then oh and another thing that i found weird was i won't say it's a disappointment but even as far as news goes like ubisoft the first time they stepped into the battle royale genre with that game remember um dude like i don't even remember the name. hyperscape yeah yeah and then that game just like died yeah. quietly no one's playing hyperscape anymore dude like it's weird yeah that game is dead and done man but i i can't really think back on anything that really got me excited in fact even all the events that we kind of stayed up for and we saw were just fucking snooze fest dude like cg trailer a fucking walking dead bridge construction game like who the fuck wants that shit dude <laughs> yeah yeah god that sucked so yeah that's i think i i think the only thing that everyone was talking about was this bethesda acquisition like gameplay wise like people got excited they were like what does this mean for games pass what does this mean for xbox yeah it so, made like, xbox it viable like, again you know yeah it, it definitely helped xbox turn the tide in its favor because it was just being shat on all this time hmm. and uh, i remember how the tables turned you guys remember right there was this like back and forth and ps5 was sony was like all like super like cocky and then xbox suddenly became like super consumer friendly or at least they showed yeah. that they were um so that was like not that much fun but it was there console wars this year were fairly muted i feel because of the pandemic like yeah. it was like huh <laughs> or maybe i just didn't give a shit about the it big news from an indian perspective was pubg got banned That was, yes, that was that was big. That oh, was big. Yeah. Perspective, that's the biggest thing that will happen in this in this year. <laughs> Because everyone only knew of PUBG. You know, in fact, weirdly, I had like random like uncles sometimes asking me like, "You play PUBG?" I'm like, "Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm a barricade bitch." <laughs> yeah, we like that. That was like the gateway and true entry for a lot of Indian gamers, anyway. So yeah, that and now Free Fire is like really killing it of that segment. No, that game is absolute dog shit, man. I don't know how people are playing that. Uh, yeah. Like I gotta this phrase, like it's absolute dog shit. Like I mean, it's very random. But like, how is dog shit worse than human shit? It's just shit, dude. Like, like people don't say this was like fucking yeah, camel but, shit, bro. Okay, like, so uh, I got a theory on that. So human yeah. shit still goes down the pot. You flush it, it gets dealt with. Right. Oh, dog, dog shit, shit is on the stays. fucking street, dude. I mean, just right. you put your shoe on it, it just stinks up your day, man. I'll tell you yeah. this: I would never touch human shit. I actually pick up dog shit on a daily basis. So human actually better than human shit. <laughs> from personal experience so there you go so now you know the phrase <laughs> yes. actually speaking of stupid now, fucking now things now we call it human shit it was human we shit we call it human shit <laughs> because speaking of stupid things i have one super special category i want to talk about it's like the stupidest game ever fucking released in 2020 <laughs> and that has to go to fast and the furious crossroads <laughs> like dude in 2020 whoever thought that yes let's make a fast and the furious game like how is that fucking relevant dude yeah, yeah. yeah and the game was garbage dude it was like the worst game ever and i remember seeing the pricing for this game was priced at like some 3 and a half thousand rupees i'm like what the fuck is this you got to hand it to vin diesel man that guy just does not give up on the gaming industry <laughs> that's true though yeah. he he did he and and uh, that the the chick letty i forgot her real name she was there yeah as well and they sounded like they were asleep or they had a gun to their head <laughs> it's it's really bad dude like i saw some videos i'm like bro why is anyone just playing this why <laughs> did anyone even play it though nope <laughs> no nope. it just sank without a trace like from hmm. day one so yeah i mean i didn't play that one but the stupidest fucking game ever that i played this year was battle toads dude holy shit who asked it's for that garbage yeah the battle toads uh, remake remake no it wasn't a remake actually it was a sequel of sorts but yeah i mean like right. they just wanted to bring it to 2020 and holy shit that it was game, bad huh? 
it was the worst dude i mean first of all i go into battle toads thinking of it as a brawler i want to play a nice brawler with these guys and after playing streets of rage 4 which has been which was an amazing game it was like seriously it's the best brawler out there at this point a definite best brawler out there but battle toads holy shit the humor was terrible it the humor belonged in the early 90s and okay it, give us an example i'm very curious now so i mean like just the kind of jokes it's been a while since i played it so i don't remember a particular joke as such but the reactions the kind of uh, things they say to each other the like kind of jokes the top shit? yeah it's like it's like the cringy uh, ninja turtle stuff that would be there like in the bro, early cartoons and shit bro, ninja turtle not cringe bro no no the cartoons the uh, the let's say when they were teenage mutant hero turtles and the kind of shit they would say sometimes right yeah right. You know, i mean like that kind of stuff it it was it did not age well it's the kind of gags it played was still in the 80s and the game had so many dumbass puzzles in it that completely broke the pace i mean when i'm playing a brawler like sure beat beat punch 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 fight a boss see a story uh, move forward okay go to a different level do the same i mean like sure give me a variety in levels give me different gameplay styles and all that but at least keep the pacing going keep the action going because that's what i'm there for you know brawlers are something i enjoy playing with my kid it's two player co-op but this year right. my kid was like you know like shut this thing man let's let's do anything else <laughs> sam do you have a stupid fucking game of 2020 game i didn't i like i was drawing a blank until you mentioned elite squad so i'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> There you go dude fuck them for fucking with Sam Fisher dude I I I think yeah that that would be the stupid fucking game of the year Did we miss out on anything that was stupid and but we did not ever play it I think there were like bad games but this is like downright fucking stupidity yeah. so it deserves a special shout out Dude sure. also we should like I was just thinking like when we talked about new IP and all that there were some games this year that just came out of nowhere and became very popular like did you guys play Pla- Faz Plasmophobia, fan, fantasmophobia, no, phasmophobia, phasmophobia. Like I've been no. watching streams of it, and it's it's like a the game is intentionally badly made, like clipping issues, hmm. like like characters. Is that stuck. the scary game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The co-op scary game, like it's yeah, it's yeah. like trending on all the streaming platforms. Among Us, which this is the two-year-old game that suddenly came, people discovered it, right? Uh, and then Fall Guys also. uh i think people yeah. were just so bored during the lockdown they they said will play anything dude a genre that's also been coming up this year is like retro shooters man i mean like that that category has like really picked well this year yeah i mean and the thing is that like you know after not after but around the time of a uh, release of uh, doom eternal this year i there have been a whole bunch of these other retro shooters and one thing which i was even uh, pointing out to bali or, like yesterday or something was this game called prodius it has been like i it came to my attention because digital foundry has been talking a lot about it and this game plays like how doom has been brought into 2020 without the whole engine and gameplay upgrade and shit like that and all the pixel art style yeah i mean it is like the characters are still in kind of a pixel art and th- in those sprites you know i mean like so if you right. see them out different angle they suddenly change the way they look and all but the thing the amount of blood in this game the kind of crunchy sounds the the mm. the weapons in the game and the otherwise overall artwork of the game which is not pixel art only the characters and your weapons are that right. it looks fantastic man that game looks so good every video i've been watching has been just phenomenal man which is why i mean like i would love to try it but i'm i don't know if it will ever come on a console <laughs> but yeah i mean that category has really picked up in fact right now somebody's even working on a new heretic game ooh I love fucking heretic dude. Yeah 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 so it's apparently some I, I don't know if it's what the release uh, timeline for that is but I saw some trailer for that and uh, is it heretic or hexen one of those games is uh, Both were good games actually. Yeah both were good great games at the time. So somebody's working on it. It's a very low budget thing that's being worked on again it's nearly an indie project or maybe an indie project only. But yeah I think it's been coming is being produced by 3D Realms and uh, I don't know what it's going to turn out to be like but there is a lot of interest in the this genre altogether. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So, have we covered everything that we had set out to do so for the best of this year? What about best OST? Cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah, I think I'll have to go with Cyberpunk as well cuz nothing's really standing out to me because Cyberpunk has a great 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 hip hop soundtrack. They got some really good artists on it and 
yeah i'm i'm enjoying dude in fact uh, not to give away too many spoilers but but during the end of act 1 uh, you know the ost that plays also that time was fucking awesome dude like it was really nice for me i mean since i haven't really played cyberpunk my best ost was from miles morales that was really really good man i mean it had a did good did they have any uh, did they have any licensed tracks in that game no i think they are i mean there was this one by jaden smith and all uh, but i don't know if it's a separate licensed track or if it was recorded just for the game but mm. yeah i mean the soundtrack was actually quite reminiscent of the way the movie played at into the spider verse mm. yeah so i like that movie soundtrack dude so, that was killer exactly so the, the beats were very nice and chilled and like hip hop like like uh, low pro- hip hop Yeah. Like yeah. So and when you start swinging and all that like you know how the first game sounded very heroic every time you started swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. one had some really nice beats playing to it which I think was a better way to go for this character and it was just nicely done overall. So for me that was the best OST. By the way, how you guys are waiting for uh, so many games to play on your PS5? Miles is the game I'm waiting to play on my PS5. Dude, I'm thing. telling like, you, that's a game you can replay on your PS5. That you would one playing one uh, playthrough is like having popcorn. You you can have it again. <laughs> it's that way. Right. So so what about games coming out in 2021? Before that, should we also talk about best remaster? Oh yeah, yeah, for shit, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Dude, in fact, my best remaster was your ba- best surprise. I was gonna go with Mafia because, like, dude, that game was just like, karak. The remaster was well done, hmm. and I had literally no complaints about anything. And they even made the race much better. Yeah, the race was fun in this one. So, <laughs> I did not hear that about the first game. <laughs> very happy with that. Yeah, for sure. Sam, any uh, favorite remaster? Yeah, for me, it was definitely Tony Hawk. Uh, yes, actually, that that could also qualify as one of the best surprises because I I didn't think. an activation remaster or remake would be would, this good. would be good uh, mm. and that actually had that like the team making it they actually put in like they were all, they're all fans of the game and they put they, they went above and beyond to to retain the flavor of the old game but still make it uh, right. like a convention like 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 a, like a game you would enjoy in, in 2020 so definitely tony hawk nice for me the best remaster and i don't think either of you guys played this or want to play it was final fantasy 7 remake so it for me the thing is that yeah though it was not like the best game i played this year the fact that they took all the great elements from an rpg from a jrpg and kind of turned it into this like action rpg format but while keeping all the essence of the game intact is something that i found like an amazing uh, like task that they achieved man i mean like, I, i don't think it could have been done any better by anyone else and the game looked fantastic it had the right essence in it i mean like it, it was like playing a proper final fantasy 7 game all over again a lot of things came back in my memory like from when my first playthrough of the original game and all that right. and you know and, and the characters were also very true to their original versions though the, there was so much more content in this game compared to that what i did not like about it was like a lot of action was very very grindy so that's something it could have done away with but otherwise i think final fantasy 7 remake was a brilliant brilliant remaster i would love to play, see what they do with it in the future to uh, just to add like this is not a remaster remake but one game that and this, and this is a game you mentioned in a previous podcast uh, which has which i played is, is tetris effect Uh, oh it, man so yeah. this year this year they they released uh, tetris effect connected which is a enhanced version of tetris effect and uh, so when i got my xbox series x that was after forza horizon 4 that was the next game i downloaded uh, and along with no man's sky and dude it is it is so trippy man that game it is right i love that game dude yeah especially like like you know it's it's like with hdr it, like it just pops because it's an entirely black screen and suddenly it just explodes with color as you go through one level and it's insane yeah. it's and like the soundtrack like, man like the soundtrack saying, yeah like you're saying it's like you know it's calming but still super hectic at the same time <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy yeah I, i mean anyone who has game pass should definitely play this game at least definitely, at least yeah. at least once just give it a shot Like some music is a bit weird. Like this one is weird Indian music, and then there's an. Dude, African that's my favorite that. track. It's called uh, Flames, I think, uh, and that's like my favorite track. I keep listening to that on loop, man. <laughs> yeah, some were very cool. Like the like each time you move, there'll be a there'll there'll be a note playing or a yeah. vocal coming in. It's a very cool, very cool game. 
technically it's a two year old game but the the connected version launched this this year so yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. honorable mention so should we move on to the games that we are looking forward to in 2021 yeah dude what are you looking I'm forward to bali dude i'm actually looking forward to a lot of games uh, because there are a lot of games releasing but if i was to really like lock two games down i would say one is back for blood which is the left for dead remaster left for dead like spiritual successor which looks awesome and the other has to fucking be outriders dude action rpg like division destiny from the guys who make pain killer people can fly yeah yeah i mean they have heard about these games and all and they both seem kind of interesting dude back for blood looks actually pretty awesome so the the open alpha i mean not open the closed alpha is happening right now so i've been seeing a lot of people play it and dude it looks damn hectic with four player co-op like it could be a blast like have a few beers and just fucking play this game <laughs> with friends i think it's going to be awesome nice. and outrider is completely my kind of game you guys know how much i'm playing this division destiny and also <laughs> there's something i see myself playing for like years and years but special shout out dude i'm really looking forward to far cry 6 also cuz i'm, oh, I'm yeah. hoping that's good. i actually forgot yeah. all about far cry 6 right yeah it got delayed and all that jazz mm. no what about you guys sam so the obvious one is god of war which is until we know but, otherwise but it's scheduled for 2021 that's what uh, they said so until they say otherwise i'm going to i'm going to assume it is coming this year i mean you just uh, see the logo <laughs> So there was they did mention the year in the trailer. So if yeah, I know logo and date. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, that that, that isn't the game I'm going to pin my hopes on. So I'm going to stick my neck out and say Riders Republic, which is the Ubisoft game they announced. Uh, which mm. is which which that, it's, cycling game. It's a mix of it's many many different uh, ah, okay. uh, things. But so it it can either end up like a like a game like Steep, which was cool but no one played, or it could end up being like Forza Horizon on steroids. I'm hoping it ends up as Forza Horizon on steroids because from what they've shown of the game so far it looks it's extremely ambitious and it could be really good if they if they if they pull it off but I'm going to give them a shot because the game is coming out I think in Feb or March it's not even that far away uh but yeah it it seems like a blast and until the next Forza Horizon comes out which actually could happen in 2021 there are some reports about Forza Horizon 5 coming this year if if that does happen then that's definitely top of my list uh but other than that I does public for sure I I can I can guess Gagan's game Yeah dude I'm looking forward to meeting Craig bro <laughs> So dude, can I just tell you I'm also actually pretty excited for Infinite cuz like all flack aside from when I actually reshot the gameplay I think I mentioned it on one of the podcasts also dude it looked like fun like an open ended sandbox halo game like it could be yeah. awesome dude It could Come be that, that that's the thing and the thing is that like the best news that they announced uh, recently about it was that it not they didn't nobody announced it actually but the rumor floating around is that they might drop the Xbox one version which is perfectly fine go It ahead and do it I mean seriously stop wasting your time doing that don't don't make another cyberpunk dude so yeah just just optimize it for the next uh, generation not ge- next generation the current generation of platform would make a great version on pc let everyone play with each other and that's all they need to do man so halo infinite it is for me we talked about how microsoft is going to sooner or later ditch the whole plan of putting every first party game on xbox one i didn't think it would happen this soon dude like for, <laughs> the first big first party game at chalo no 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 xbox one anymore Yeah, dude. I mean, screw it, man. Like, it's it's okay. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Fuck it, dude. Like, you need yeah. the best game out there. Like, people will buy a PC or an Xbox One Series X to play it, dude. Exactly. Xbox One already has a great library of first-party games. Oh wait, it doesn't. But whatever. <laughs> Let's move to the next generation. It's got Game Pass. It has Game Pass. It has Game Pass for sure. Dude, I feel bad for guys on so many guys who who pre-ordered the Xbox Series X. Like, so many guys on IVG. I just like. Like they pre-ordered the console the day pre-orders went live, and then they bought three years of Game Pass, and they're just waiting for Amazon Flipkart to deliver it. And it's just like it really sucks, dude. The situation people are in with the Xbox Series X, and I actually feel kind of bad because I lucked out and I I just managed to get an order in randomly very recently, soon like long after it was sold out, and somehow Flipkart shipped my order when there were other guys who had ordered way before me. Dude, you better be knocking on wood right now because you know I mean, like a lot of like people are gonna be <laughs> like 
looking at you very enviously. But like it's completely random. There were guys who pre-ordered way before me. Like my Xbox shipped from Bangalore, and there are guys in Bangalore who pre-ordered the on November tenth. I think was the date when pre-orders went live, or, or September whenever pre-orders went live. Like they are they are the ones who ordered early. They are the ones who are in the same city where Flipkart is shipping from, and still they ship mine to Bombay. You know, you really lucked out, man. Seriously, I really, I really did. Like I had, I had, like, like I even said, you know, once I get my console from from Flipkart, I'm going to sell it because I'm going to buy it from a local retailer. Like I was that confident that you know there'll be stock in retail, offline retail, so you know it won't be an issue. Flipkart, they have, like we've been, there's been like some real horror stories about Flipkart, like people buying a game and they get getting some random box with a with a code inside it. Like someone someone bought a console game and got a Steam code. In, in like in a random <laughs> what uh, yeah 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 uh, so i forget the game but it was like he like he ordered a ps4 game and and it, it came in one of those you know black dvd cases that has no ca- cover art or anything like a, like you know you can buy the like a loose case and in that case was like a badly cut sheet of paper that had a steam code printed on it and it was i don't know what the game was but yeah flipkart has become so shady dude like I was just crossing my fingers that they don't fuck up my Xbox Series X order, and they didn't. Uh, it came intact and all that, so not a problem. But yeah, that was a derailment. What were we talking about? <laughs> I think we just lost track. That's what this year is like, dude. It's all about derailment this year. So we went for the theme of 2020. It's all good, bro. Yeah, you're talking about uh, no, dude. We are to- talking about uh, the game of 2021. Well, I think you guys Halo all Infinite. met. Yes, Halo Infinite. That's it? Nothing else? No Far Cry, no Hitman 3. I'm looking for all of that, but this is the one that's like out there as uh, the biggest mystery to me. I have no idea what this game would end up being like. It could be the game of the year for me. It could be the biggest disappointment for me. Whatever, man. So this is the one I'm most highly anticipating. Dude, there are many other games for me. Hitman 3 for sure. Also, PES is going to have its next... Like, they skipped a year so they can work on the next-gen debut. And that's going to come. So, that's going to be huge for me. But, dude, Nash, dude, like, they'll probably have a Battlefield game out this year. Next year. Won't they? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's fine. Like, if that happens, dude, you know, I'm only going to be playing that. Yeah. All the fucking time, yeah, but dude. they the all the all we've seen is that yes, EA is working on a Battlefield game. They showed a render, and yeah, that's it. What else is Dice doing? They don't have any other work. They so they did the squadron game. They'll probably make some new Star Wars game for sure. Something maybe with this Mandalorian thing since it's doing so well. Wait, they made they made Star Wars Squadron. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Dude, uh, the IP is with EA now, no? Yeah, yeah, so, I didn't, I, yeah. But I didn't know Dice made it. Uh, Dice and Motive. Motive. Oh, yeah, Motive was the main studio, I believe. Yeah, main yeah. studio, yeah. And that's like old members of Criterion, I think. Which just like breaks my heart to see go from Burnout to Star Wars. Dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but now EA owns Codemasters, so there's hope. For, there's still hope that they might dude. do something good. Dude, they're going to burn Codemasters <laughs> to the ground, dude. It's going to be Criterion Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, dirt. Criterion is working on the new Need for Speed, so now it might they might integrate Code Masters into that criteria. The, mm-hmm. the Need for Speed needs to fucking chill, and Burnout needs to come back, dude. We've had so many NFS games, and they're all being tutty, dude. Like <laughs> here's my Burnout here's my thing with Burnout, right? The kind of like if, like if you look at Burnout Revenge and before, if they were to make that kind of Burnout game again, it wouldn't cost a lot of money. Because it's like, it's like a simple point-to-point race with, with tracks. It's yeah, no, world. World bullshit, dude. And neither, imagine and neither, n- neither are they licensed cars. They're, the cars are just like made-up cars. There's no, there's hardly any cost to a game like yeah, that. Let's, fund, let's IVG should fund a new burnout game. Let's start a game. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's just do it. I'm sure there'll be many of us who... Honestly, if EA was smart, they would do that. Because it doesn't. It won't cost much to... to, to look at Codemasters. They are, they, they are the company that survived purely on making racing games because they were smart about how they made their games dude like you can easily make a burnout game and not spend a lot on it dude i can just imagine with the power of all these new consoles how what can how the car defamation would look to the oh yeah. Oh, yeah, frame rates. Imagine the frame rates you can pull off. And burn out FPS, now. Dude, I'll be like, oh. imagine 120 FPS on that man. Holy oh. shit! <laughs> dude, I've been playing. I just started playing Forza Horizon 4 at 60 FPS for the first time on console. And, and you must dude, be like crying, dude. Dude, it was like dude, 50 grand worth it, dude, just for that. 
<laughs> so it is so good it is and also on the uh, uh, like like to play it on a tv like of course 60 fps on a pc is very much possible yeah dude but to play it on a big screen and have that experience dude is hmm. flawless dude the burnout can easily do that that experience yeah Oh, so let's hope let's hope 2021 brings everyone a lot of like prosperity and stuff but also some good news some old franchises come back shit gets like baller again i just remember the eight days dude when you said that oh man <laughs> dude no yeah So I guess that's about the time for this time's podcast guys um for this year's podcast for this, this year's time. podcast um I, you know here's wishing everyone a happy new year I don't know when this podcast will go live though Sam this year for sure dude this year for sure so here's wishing everyone a happy new year and we'll see you guys in 2021 bye bye <laughs> <laughs>